Dad, why do we have rules? Well, so people can live together in peace and harmony. Hmm. I don't know if we have too many rules or not enough. Maybe we have too many people. Then we need more rules. Then we have less freedom. What do we do about that? You just put your small thumb on a big question. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <clears throat> okay, all right, here we go, here we go. Um, hey, hey there, everybody. It is episode 19. This is the No Wrong Answers Comedy Podcast. My name is Dave Martin. I'm your host, your producer, your editor. Uh, I'm not the one that actually puts it up on the website. That's my friend, new friend, Sam Hallam. Uh, actually, he's not a new friend at all. Why the fuck did I say that? Uh, he's a very old friend that I reconnected recently with in Ottawa, and he has designed my new website of uh, DaveMartinWorld.com, so you can go and check that out. This is episode 19 of uh, the show. Um, this is a, uh, I like to call this the Lost Questions episode. Um... And uh, episode 20 will also be another Lost Questions episode. And then we have uh, three fresh new uh, episodes coming up after that. And um, I think these questions will... Uh, I think these stylish shows will happen every once in a while. This is uh, some of the questions that I have cut out of previous episodes. And I have uh, lumped them all in together. So, um, the this episode, 19, starts off with... Um, Oh yeah, it starts off with um, uh, a question from the Dan Loransky, Kevin McDonald, and George Westerholm episode. Um, this is the question: Is uh, if you had to give up one thing, this is a popular old question: Is uh, if you had to give up one thing, uh, defecating or urinating, which would it be? Uh, you know, so yeah, you can only uh, you only get to do one for the rest of your life: pee or poo. Uh, you make the choice. Okay, question number two. Um, this is from the Monty Scott, Joel Buxton, Ryan Dillon episode. Question number two is, uh, what would your comic book superpower be? Another uh, familiar one. And uh, question number three, this is with uh, Fraser Young, Deanne Smith, and Ryan McGlunham. And uh, this question is, where were you on September the 11th? Always a good Actually, I ended up cutting this question out because it got to be a bit of a bummer. But uh, this was a good, uh, a good answer. But um, uh, yep, where were you on September 11th? Okay, number four from the, uh, also from the uh, Monty Scott, Joel Buxton, Ryan Dillon episode. If you had to be the spokesperson for any company, what company would that be? You know, you're the man. You're the spokesperson. Um, and then question number five. This was uh, asked to. Uh, Rebecca McDonald, uh, Alan Park, and Pat Thornton on their episode. Um, where were you on September the 11th? So I asked that question to Rebecca McDonald, Pat Thornton, and Alan Park, as well as uh, Fraser Young, Deanne Smith, and Ryan McGonham. So, uh, hey, I want to thank you guys so much. And uh, I am not, I don't have time, um, but if you want to know what, where you can get in touch with these people, their contact information... You can go to the Dave Martin World episode, and then you can find the previous episode they were on. Their name's highlighted. You can go and find them there. So anyways, uh, thank you very much for listening. And uh, you can always find me at DaveMartinWorld.com and on Instagram at, was it uh, Comedian Dave Martin? And uh, on Twitter at um, DaveMartinWorld.com as well. Or Dave Martin World. That's what it is. And, uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook at Dave Martin is Dealing With It. All right, no more fucking around. No more bullshit. Uh, this is the Lost Questions episode, and here we go with question number one. 
if you had to give up uh, one thing, uh, 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 urinating or defecating, which one would it be? Like, you don't have to do one of them for the rest of your life. Like, all you did was either, you all you had to do was either poo or pee, and that was it. That's easy. I'll tell you yeah, mine. It's easy, too. Okay. 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 I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, I would give up urinating. That's what I would do. I would oh, totally yeah. do it. Because think of it. How many times have you had to pull over your car because you had to take a piss while you're driving? Or you had That's to get true. up during a movie because you had to go and take a pee? You could use so many things. And, uh, you know, some people would yeah, Wait a minute. Wait you, a take minute. A one, <laughs> you take one dump a day. Or, no, wait or a second. Two. Now you didn't or, see it. Or how many times do you have to pee <laughs> right. a day? You, you said, do you have to pee or poo? You didn't say, you got. would you rather pee ten times a day or poo once a day? You said, would you rather pee or poo? No, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, okay, would you rather pee or poo? I mean, I, I would, would always, rather pee. Really? Would, yeah, because I don't want to deal with shit. Like I'm not a big fan of shit. How messy are your shits, though? <laughs> it's bad enough. It's just it stinks. It's gross. You got to wipe your ass with your hand and a piece of thin oh, paper. Your hand? What do you have? <laughs> and and it's just peeing so simple. You can do it in an alley. Go back there to the other know, question. Right. You I can know, do but... it in an alley. You can if you have to get up and pee during a movie, you might miss five. Five minutes tops. If you got a shit, you're going to be in there for a whole long time. What if you can't shit and you got in your? No, you'll you'll have to shit. Like, I don't know, man. To me, peeing just seems so much more simpler, easier. Simpler, but I mean, how? I think your days are are disrupted by having to go up and take a piss. And first of all, why? Well, and well, dis- well, shit doesn't disrupt your day. How does a shit? It only, not dis- disrupt only disrupts your day like maybe once or twice so, a day. So how many? First of all, how many times are you shitting a day? Well, you might actually, want to go to the I hospital. do go more than I do okay. more than once a day. So okay, well, okay, even once or twice a day is acceptable. But I, I bet you pee a lot more than once. It's a fucking time. easy though, Dave. You just <laughs> Walk in, first of all, zip, unzip, piss, you're done. Neither of them are should be you gotta, difficult. You gotta like <laughs> take the shit. Are. It's like oh, you gotta pull your pants down. You gotta controversial shit. Deal. You gotta freaking wipe your ass. You gotta wash your hands afterwards. You well, you fucking, don't have to. You do gotta anything. air out the bathroom. <laughs> you gotta freaking light a candle. You got. Like, it's too much involved, man. And then how many times have you been caught in a public washroom where there's no fucking toilet paper? That's not an issue when you don't when you just have to pee, is it? That is okay. Well, that is true. You could always inspect the toilet paper before you sit down. How many when you really have to go? How many people do that? Well, I'm only looking out for number one. Nobody, uh, nobody. When they while I'm take doing shit, number two, nobody, when they, nobody, I'm looking out for number one while I'm doing number is two. Going, is going to sit down and go, ah, what the fuck? Oh, there better be some toilet paper. They're trying to get there before they shit their pants. But if you knew that all you had to do was poo, right. then you would be prepared. And then you just, but I, I just think that. So no matter how much beer you drank, you would still only poo once or twice a day. Yeah, I see. That's yeah. another thing. Wow. Yeah, right. All right. Well, I mean, how many times have you? you and, okay. Well, first of all. You would. You were the only one, unless you choose to tell the rest of the world. Hey, guess what, everybody? I, I don't piss, but you're the only one that knows that, that knows you have it. the ability that that you you don't. <laughs> I don't pee. think that really we're, changes we're my mind. Superpower. Sure, we're back to superpowers <laughs> now. That's right. <laughs> no, it doesn't sure. really change my mind. Okay, maybe it doesn't change your mind, but I'm always saying you could always just say, "Oh, I gotta get up and take a piss." If you have to leave whatever situation that you're in. Uh, but, uh, but you don't actually, but I'm just like, how many times have you had to get up out of bed at night because you have to take a piss? Rarely do I, oh my God, I have to take a dump. I got to get out of bed. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) But I mean, big deal. (laughs) Taking a piss is easy. 
Like even you can piss Neither in your sleep. Neither of them should be hard. You can piss in your sleep. <laughs> you just sit down. You don't even have to think about it. You sit on the toilet. You close your eyes. You piss. You funnel your back back away. If you had to dump, then you got to wake up. You got to turn the light on. You got to like. Okay, nobody ever shits the bed, but people do piss the bed. Okay, so well, I'm just saying, if you don't have again, to piss... Again, that's easier to clean but, up, too, if it does happen. But okay, okay, barring all practicality, but let's face it, pooing is me time. So well, see, there, like yeah, that. when you I take a dump... I would give a, a because pooing is my time to just reflect... You can you can look read at your a little bit. You can read a magazine, it's look at your phone. Like, you could sorry, yeah. man. You know, it is in possible to reflect without pooing. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly, Kevin. There are better ways to reflect than <laughs> no, taking a but dump. If I'm gonna poo. Usually I you're alone reflect. too. <laughs> I want to draw shit back. Right, I want to reconnect. I want. <laughs> you're alone when you're pooing. I'm too, man. Stock. I'm in and out. I'm in and out of there. <laughs> There's so no, no reflection in the right. bitter. Sorry. We know where Dan... Dan uh, yeah, I think you know where I stand. Dan's taking a stand and pissing while he does yes. it. And uh, <laughs> Kevin's a... Uh, like I said, I, I would lose peeing because I like... I, sorry, but pooing is awesome fun. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's really satisfying. It is. It's, I can read. I can... I mean, I, when I was a kid... And you're by yourself. When I was a kid, it was like mm-hmm. I stack of comic books. I read comic books while I was, you know, sure. going to the bathroom and stuff. Um, you your phone down while you're taking a dump? What's that? I sometimes, yeah, yeah. But I mean, not all the time. But because I, I have lots of books in my bathroom, so I like reading the books that I have. Right. So uh, you know, there are a lot of music books and stuff. So I just sit there and take my, you know, and of course, a hardcover book to and, read. And, on and the women, I don't think understand though. why men take so long in the bathroom because it is. You're just, it's your time. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's just you and your time. thoughts. Like you can pee anywhere and pee whatever. It's like it's it's a formality. It's whatever. It seems like it's, it seems cliched more than my own time with myself. Anyway, nice. the, uh, <laughs> and so, so George, where, where do you stand? So, uh, well, I'm. I, I would give up. I would give up a pooing. I would give up pooing because so you're you're a piss man. I'm a piss man. <laughs> I'm a piss man. But only. But I think about. I would never have to buy toilet paper again. Yeah, that's so one that thing that too. speaks to the the cheap the cheapness in me. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm happy for that. And uh, I would uh, hate uh, to uh, have to. Uh, Poo my name in the snow. <laughs> I think that would be, I think that Very would be good. terrible. See? Very good point. Yeah. No, but how impressive would that yeah, be? It it would be good. You've got a long last name, yeah. my friend. So <laughs> you could master that. That would be quite something. But the yeah. thing is that if you're holding on to the whole pooing thing, then you do have the diarrhea element to it as well. Yeah, but but then if you, ch- if you just choose pissing, then... I mean, is there ever a bad piss? Well, if no, you piss in blood right. or something like that, well, it's see, not good. the only thing is too is if if you hold to, if you choose to piss, then that's always the good first indication that you have an STD. That's the only. Uh, that's the only that's plus true. side of it. That is if you're true. fucking around a lot, then you usually your first hint is like, oh, it burns when I pee. If it burns when you poo, then maybe you just had Mexican the night before. <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> well, well I always obvious. think if you're if you're really rich, um, and and if you're really rich, you can kind of choose which one you could maybe give up. I would just, you know, I wouldn't poo anymore, but I'd just pay someone to spoon it out of me. <laughs> oh. 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 That's gross. <laughs> May you never have any money. Not gross. Yeah. Come on. That's it. I hope you're poverty-stricken yeah. for the rest of your life. <laughs> May you be forever poor so no one actually... Exactly. Actually, no one I, gets a stick of Now there's going to be people actively making ass. sure I don't make any money. <laughs> the silver spoon goes in your mouth, not up your ass. <laughs> 
the uh, the one thing that actually I would like to see you uh, put that ad in the newspaper if you do ever become that rich. Wanted. Yeah. Shit Want- spooner. Yeah. <laughs> Shit Gold scooper. spoon must be applied. <laughs> Poop scooper. That would be no a one. No previous Job experience necessary. <laughs> Job description? Must have his own gold spoon. Yeah. All right. Moving, moving on. Travel. All right. Um, I got uh, there's so uh, we could do. Uh, okay. If you could choose one comic book superpower, what would it be? Or uh, uh, if you could just walk into a store and buy a gun, would you? <laughs> oh which my one? God. Well, <laughs> right. Those well, are two separate questions, but which one do you want to answer and which one are we going to Well, one's just yes, no, and it's like, no, I wouldn't buy a gun. I don't okay. need a gun. That's right. But I'll do the, the comic book superpower. Okay. Uh, we'll, okay, we'll do that one. Uh, Joel, comic Ooh. book superpower. It could be anything you uh, want. It better be space-related or I'm going to be really upset. Yeah. <laughs> um, Actually, you know what would be kind of cool that would be kind of semi-space-related would be uh, if you could breathe in any condition at all. Uh, at all because then you could then you could dive to the deepest waters yeah and then you could go up into the highest realms of space yeah and without and yeah you could you could breathe in any situation that would be a kind of a cool one yeah that would be cool um i also yeah i mean it's it's cliche but uh flying flying would just be really rad yeah it would be so cool because because then you could like you could literally fly to another country and not worry about borders right like you could just touch down in france and be like hello hey who's that guy that's like (laughs) i mean that would be an issue too but yeah they probably shoot a missile at me or something (laughs) Uh, oh i'm no doubt (laughs) that they'd be like oh hell no (laughs) or a flying man but yeah probably probably flying flying would be i think that would probably be the most practical i mean that i mean like then you know it's I mean, you could, of course, control your speed and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it would be fun. Yeah. Like, it would be wild. Although, I, I have thought a little bit about teleporting. That would be kind of neat, See, too. that was going to be my answer. Oh, sorry. Nah, you fucking... <laughs> See, that's my... That's my Let's right. talk, talk about it. Why would you teleport? Because I want to... Um, honestly, just because I think about, like, the biggest grief in my life is, like getting from point a to point oh, b absolutely so i think yeah. i think that would just take all the stress out of my life <laughs> yeah. i've always I've, had an issue with lateness too and i'm always sort of like i as long as it wasn't that like that terminator 2 sort of teleporting where you know you have to show up somewhere naked <laughs> yeah. like that yeah, would, no. if that's, that's one of the conditions ideal. of me teleporting <laughs> then no thanks that's I'll actually take... pretty awesome to be though as a thing <laughs> like listen dave's coming you better have some clothes for him <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey guys we need a 34 36 pants <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I emailed my outfit. Can it just be there? And can you guys not be in this particular room? <laughs> and, so uh, if you have a robe, it would be great. Anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'm coming over, though. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just poof, you're there. Because Night, Nightcrawler was always my favorite of the X-Men because he, he had that. Going. That was his well, skill well, of like uh, a teleportation. surprisingly well-thought-out power. Like, the more comics you read about Nightcrawler, the more it was like, you know, he could... It was harder for him to teleport upwards... And it was like harder to teleport. Like he couldn't teleport places he'd never been because he couldn't visualize it. Yeah, that's it was, like, was always one of the hooks I didn't like. But oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I remember there was like a, there's like an old '70s X-Men comic where I, I think Arcade. You know, the Arcade. The he was like a he, he made yeah. theme parks themed yeah. supervillain. Anyways, he captures them all, and and it was a great story because because Nightcrawler is in a room and he has no idea where he is. He's like, I could be a thousand miles underground. I could be anywhere. Yeah. So, so he just decides, all right, I'm just going to risk it, and I'm going to teleport like four kilometers straight up. And it, and it ah. takes so much out of him that when he does it, 
he passes out. So yeah. he spends like a minute falling and just being like, and then he wakes up and he's like, it worked. I'm like, now I got to teleport again to the ground that I'm looking at. And I just thought it was like such a cool. Yeah, I, ha- I actually, I have, a cool, uh, I have cool those villain. two, uh, yeah. I have those two uh, uh, copies of the X-Men framed. Oh yeah, I got it. I'll show them to you oh, when nice. we're done. Uh, what? But the teleportation was always yeah. That's that's my favorite. And then fly. But the, the difference between flying and the, uh, I mean, flying is a bit of a. It's like, hey, look at me, I can fly. Yeah. But the teleportation is just. I just I got to get from A to B. This yeah. is such a drag. But uh, and then so what was what? Was, See, I was gonna go teleporting too because it's just like again like I could just shoot here all day and have fun and be like to freeze things and stuff. But like to teleport like. Oh my god! It's like it's just I get being late and shit. I fucking hate. I hate being late because of other people. That's my biggest pet peeve ever. Like trying, especially like as a stand up, like trying to get to a gig and they're like we're still waiting for that one person mm-hmm. and we're late because of this or traffic. There's so there's things outside of my control that it's like it's not my fault. This happened mm-hmm. and I hate that sensation. Yeah, I just love having full control of being where I can be wherever I want. And goddamn, when I'm on like the subway underground, right, and yeah. it stops. Oh, yeah. And just like doesn't tell you why, and it doesn't tell you how long it'll be. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, like I remember being late for a show at Comedy Bar. I was at Broadview Station. We're at Bloor and Eisen. It's like twelve, ten stops. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, the timing worked out. Right. I'm gonna just make it for the show. We're, we're we go. We're at Christie Station. We're almost at Ossington, and it stops. And it doesn't tell me why. And we're there for six minutes. Mm. And I was six minutes late opening the show. And I was like, I was just twenty feet away. Like, and oh, I couldn't yeah, do yeah, anything. Yeah, and it was just, and I was like, I just get so like, like right now my neck is like, I'm so mad even talking about it that like the, the <laughs> teleport and just to not get in the, the car with some comics and like, oh, thank God. Like you can just get yeah. there and bang. Well, and like the safety too, right? Like if somebody pulled a gun on you, you could be like, bye. Oh, bam, you're you know? gone. Yeah. Yeah. Boof, you're gone. Yeah. Oh, you, you can you can teleport there, slap him in the face, teleport out. Yeah, <laughs> get out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Monty's getting yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh man, there'd be so much stuff I would do like that. It would just be so great. But the, you know, what's another my second one though would be to move stuff in my mind. Oh, okay. Because yeah, then also makes you fly, right? Oh, right. Yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. get a two for on. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. You get uh, you get double the double the powers there. You can move yourself, and um, and then uh, also yeah, just move stuff in your mind would be super sweet. Because just like you get a lot of work. Well, that's like that, <laughs> you know, yeah, there's that one Dave Chappelle joke where he has if, if he could have anything in the in the world, he would want a magic carpet. Yeah. Because then you could basically, if you could just like fly anywhere or you could just fly into a store, you could just put whatever you want onto your magic carpet and fly out. Mm. And if the cops show up, they're going to be like, OK, what happened here? Yeah, this guy in a magic carpet was uh, he just flew into the store and he was like, yeah, yeah, OK, all right, we'll see you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> like no one's going to believe you yeah. anything that you say after that. <laughs> uh, Monty Scott, your superpower. Uh, basically. I guess it's uh, it's pretty much what you're saying, Ryan, like telekinesis or any kind of uh, yeah. uh, mental movement of space, of objects, yeah, know, of objects or, or people like uh, like pretty much the force. We like uh, choking people, the Vader choke. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but uh, but I like the idea of like teaming up with anything like you can kind of like shoot, you know, atmosphere at, at, at people. But primarily because uh, as a kid, my my entire goal uh, and thought process as any kind of superhero is to rob banks because you never know when you're going to run out of superpower. You need to rob as many banks as you can while you can. And so somebody's like, well, that means you want to be a super villain. I'm like, I don't really want to hurt anybody. I just need to get that cash. Yeah. While, while uh, we make hay while the sun is shining or whatever. <laughs> and so you could you could do that with that. And then you could also move yourself around. Yeah, actually, you know what? You probably wouldn't even need to say I would want the gift of flight because you said, Ryan, that you would just be like, 
oh, I'm going to make my shoes fly, or I'm going to move my shoes with my mind, mm-hmm. and then your shoes would just, you would just be yeah. put Even on your shoes. just yourself, move your own body. Like, you just go, right? Although yeah, if I you guess do that so, one, yeah. you can be very dangly. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're, you're, you're being left by your yeah, I guess. yeah, you have the actual flying ability. I'm like, I'll come too. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, speed up. And you're like, it doesn't work like it that. It doesn't man. work like that, Joel. Give me a minute. This is taking a lot of concentration. Yeah, yeah. Well, then it's always just sort of like, well, if you, if you had the ability to fly, but then, like, you. But then, like, what if you wanted to, like, bring stuff with you? Like, if you. If you had to move like a couch or something like that, mm. and then oh, so you, then you have to carry the so couch. Easy. Moving stuff with your mind, just you like. Right. Oh, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, it's very, so multi-purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah someone and good. I think that uh, someone said that they would like to be able to like to uh, do like mind control. If you could control other people's mm. minds, mm. that would I'd be feel gross with that power. Yeah, that would. Yeah, yeah. That. well, that would be. The I same. wouldn't want to even like be able to read people's minds. I think that would that would suck. be horrifying. Yeah, that would be horrible. Oh my there's god, no, no way. There's no uh, what do you call it? Virtuous way to control somebody's mind. There's no <laughs> way you can be, like even be like okay. I'm like yeah, but you're walking around with a weird automaton for some reason. Like even if even if you're just feeding somebody or something, it's that kind of like a jerk move. That's like one of the complaints about the X Men movies. Everyone's like, why doesn't Professor X just be like, no, like you're not doing that? I'm like. Professor X would walk around with a gun in the barrel of his mouth all the time, being like, <laughs> "I just ruin everyone." Like, you know, yeah. like I'd feel even a little. Th- like, it'd just be like if you were like, "Give me all your money," you know, and like mm. he's not really stealing because they thought they gave it to you, and like you'd be walking. I'd be, I don't know, my own human consciousness would just be like oh, ruined. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely being a jerk. There's no way to. There's no way to. Be I'll lift someone's that. wallet with my mind and run away. I'd be like, yeah. "Oh, I'm an asshole," but like I'm like I didn't make them do anything. <laughs> Unless you could take <laughs> over their mind and try to get them out of their own bad habits. You know, like it's some oh, yeah. self-help yeah. guy. Well, could you imagine like, like, if you've ever like smoked pot and then you get a little bit paranoid? Could you imagine if you, then you could read minds on top of that? Yeah. yeah then there would be it. there would be never any moment of just like, oh, what am, well, why does that guy hate me? Yeah. And then you start reading their mind. You're like, oh, right. That's why he hates me. Yeah. Or <laughs> you would just yeah, convince yourself. Read minds. would. F- no way. No way. Ugh. Yeah, and then it's not like you could necessarily go to like a blackjack dealer or something. You can go down to Las Vegas and change and, and like. Oh, they figure it out pretty quick. They'd be like, "That guy has won on chance four hundred times. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. He's got to go." <laughs> yeah, and I, I guess if uh, what was it? Uh, well, I mean, you could be able to have the ability to stop time. That would be an okay one too. But then, oh, yeah. how would that be different from then just uh, you know flying or? Uh, Hmm. Well, that one would be nice. I've, I've, I thought about that a lot when I was a kid. There was some show where it was like a, it was about a girl who could stop time by touching her fingers together. Okay. Ah. Uh, yeah. It, I, I a Twilight Zone. No one's ever heard of it. I can't even. It's called Wish Upon a Star or something. Sounds like a weird movie of the week or something like that. Yeah. It was. It was like um, it was like a very short-lived sitcom, and it was about mm. like a human mom that. Uh, Procreated with an alien, and, and then their kid has this power to stop. Was it like a Family Channel YTV thing, or yeah, I don't even know what yeah. station it was, but uh, like no one's ever heard of it. It's one of those things, you know, like you have those things where you're like, nobody, like, did I make this up? <laughs> um, it's like the Berenstein Bears thing, like everyone remembers it differently. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Would you? But miss- like that would be nice for like, you know, when you got to be somewhere and it's like 15 minutes before, and that 15 minutes is like so sweet, like you're like, oh. I wish this was like an hour. Yeah. 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 I like, you wouldn't I, oh, appreciate yeah. it if you had an hour. It's only those last 15 minutes. Well, that's just the ability of more time. It. Yeah, to give yourself more time as an ability. Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine what you could do. Yeah. What you could learn. Well, you could groundhog grow. day yourself and become like a nice sculptor. Yeah. Like right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or learn how to play the piano. That's true. Oh, if you could you know? rewind time just like a few seconds. For those little mistakes you make, like like ooh yeah, like the yeah, what's that, Prince of Persia? Power. Yes, yeah. yes. If you well, had the sands was... of time, like to be able to just go, 
like oh fuck and just like whoop, like go back like that well that there was that there was that twilight good. there was the twilight zone series that came out i think it was in the early 90s <laughs> and uh where this woman she had a locket and uh, if she screamed shut up the world would stop okay. and then she would ah. then she would say again start talking and then the world would start up again and at the end of the episode, you can watch it on YouTube, but at the end of the episode, um, and this is, well, actually, you know, maybe it was in, like, I hate to think it was, like, late 80s or something like that, but it was, like, but at the end of the episode, the Russians have launched a nuclear missile, and uh, and everybody is in hysterics uh, in the uh, in the U.S. of A., and, uh, and then she just screams, shut up, and then the whole world stops. And then she start, Then she just walks out into the street, and she's walking around. And then she sees this one guy that's in his bathrobe, and he's looking up into the sky. And then she's like, sees him, and then she goes and to look at what he's looking at. And there's like a missile stuck in midair wow. that's about to hit the earth. So now she's like stuck of like she can't. Oh, she can never ah. actually be like start talking, right? And because then it's like literally seconds before this missile drops. And wow. And then, yeah, well, there's. I remember that episode distinctly. That was that was yeah. what I was talking about. That's when, a cool episode. Yeah, and, yeah, well, was, and the, well, the, and then that was based on the original episode where the guy has the stopwatch, and uh, and he just starts doing all these fun, quirky things because the world stops when he hits the stopwatch, and then the moment that he decides to rob a bank, he drops the stopwatch and it breaks, and he's sort of like, and then he. So the world is frozen forever for him because mm. it's the one you used your powers for evil. <laughs> so oh, it's frozen. I thought I thought he would like get caught robbing the bank. Well, no, but but there's no way for him to turn time back on uh, now that the stopwatch is broken. Twilight Zone. I gotta go back and watch some of those. I- okay, and uh, let's say the last question is: Where were you on September the 11th? I I remember. Do you want to go? Sure. Yeah. I was in Mexico where I was living. I woke up late. Everybody was out of my house, and I turned on the TV, the Mexican news. We just had like whatever channels, and saw this like bloody shoe, and then the twin towers. It was all in Spanish, and I was like, "What the hell?" We didn't have cell phones or anything, and then I ran over to where my friends were, and um, they had CNN, and then we just watched CNN all day. So I was with a bunch of like NGO workers in Mexico. So it was a unique place to be. I guess, yeah. yeah. I was like when you said we were watching the Mexican news, which I always. <laughs> Just news, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it was all in Spanish. Yeah. yeah. No, I. Um, uh, well, that's very interesting. What, so what, what were you down in Mexico for? Was it was the. Just avoiding real life. No, oh, nice. English, hanging out. Okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, and Ryan, where, where were you on that fateful day? On, uh, okay. On 9-11, I was in high school at the time i was in my drama class which was the first period that we had and i remember one of my classmates running in the room and just telling everyone um i think someone just flew a plane into the world trade center yeah and and they had it playing on every tv in the school and everyone just sat there and watched in disbelief and it was just it was surreal yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, and Fraser, yourself? I was at my house at uh, Keelan Humberside, and I had uh, just before I turned on the TV, just decided not to go to a new job that I just got because I, I was like I had about a year into being a pro stand up, a little over a year into being a pro stand up. And uh, like, I was like, oh man, I need to make some money real quick. So I was like, you know what? I called in for this call center job, and I was supposed to show up on Tuesday. 
And I was like, man, I don't want to work at a call. So I woke up on Tuesday and kind of like rearranged my budget in my head. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get this call center job. Life is great. I'm going to do everything. It's going to be great. And then I went downstairs, turned on the TV. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> world's ending. Great, Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. It was uh, bananas. Are there any days that you're um, – are there any moments in history where that you remember where exactly where that you were – uh, and you're kind of embarrassed that you remember that exact moment. Like, okay, I remember where I was when they announced the winner on the very first season of Survivor. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why. Like, I'm still sort of – I kind of cringe of just, like, why of all the things that I – like, I remember – of all the events in the in, – in, in the history of the world, why do I remember that moment? Because yeah. it's not like it's that big. I was like, That's so weird. It is yeah. weird because I remember because they used to have a like a, they used to have shows on. Uh, I guess it was uh, well Sunday nights at Clinton's. Yeah, and I remember walking through Clinton's, uh, going in through the front door, and then just walking through the bar, and everyone was watching it on the TV. And I didn't even watch. I knew Survivor was a thing, but no one knew how what a big show it was going to turn into. Right. And uh, I remember walking past, and then they were making that the big announcement by the fucking fire, or by the fire pit on yeah. the show. And, uh, and, yeah, and that's like one of those weird moments where I was like, I remember where I was when yeah. they announced the first Survivor winner, I remember Richard I Hatch. Was, I was in uh, Kensington Market uh, Zimmerman's Grocery Store when I found out that Mitch Hedberg died because they had it on just on the radio. Like playing as I was like walking around and it was like, oh, you know, we just got this news. And I was like, whoa. But it's just like like that weird thing. Like I remember where I was because it was just like a grocery store in Kensington Market where I wouldn't normally expect to hear of the death of someone. You know, mm. do you have any rhyme? Not really. Yeah, no. <laughs> that just reminded me not that this is because I actually don't remember what town I was in, but I was on tour in Australia in a hotel lobby on the way out when we found out that Michael Jackson died. Really? Yeah. And um, that was like, is this real? It didn't feel real. Yeah. And then what was kind of memorable about that was we were traveling all over the country and it was like for a few days, it was really kind of cool because Michael Jackson music was everywhere. Yeah. Like you couldn't not hear it. Every, like every store, every restaurant, everybody just had it playing all the time. So you just like walk in the world and hear Michael Jackson's music. And I remember thinking, what a cool impact to have on the world. Like, totally, eh? the complete other side of the world. And that's what an impact this guy had. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember, like, what other, like, other just major events in history that you kind of remember. Like, I remember where I was when I found out, like, because um, I watched the, the U.S. election results at the, at the Duke, which is my sort of local shithole bar that I love yeah. down the street. But, uh, like, do you remember where you were when you found that out? That, that it was confirmed that uh, he was going to be the guy. We were in Japan, we were, and so we, as we were going to bed, it was obviously like the exact opposite clock. So, like, as we were going to bed, like it was Hillary was way up and murdering in the in the like whatever like the yeah. early results or whatever. And then we woke up and Trump was president. It was like, what is yeah. going on? What the hell? How did this happen? What a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, I was in New York City with um, Jess Solomon and Whoa. Iman El Husseini. Uh, and yeah, when we left, we yeah, we were at a bar and it was like all looking good. Mm. And then it was not looking good. And then we went home to their house just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Do you remember where you were, Ryan? When? When, 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 when Trump was? Uh, I remember I was I was watching footage at. Like the news report at the comedy club, and I saw like, oh, Hillary's in the lead. I'm like, yeah, that's great. And then just going, going on home, and just like, ah, oh, it's gonna be a great day. Yeah. <laughs> and then just 
because like I don't have cable at home, so I just like, oh yay, yay America, yeah. And then going to bed and then just waking up and seeing, <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck yeah. happened? How how did this turn around like this? <laughs> just because like the the exit polls had were so like leaning towards Hillary at right out of the gate, and it's like, oh, okay, well this is gonna be. It was like. Like it was like whatever like the Nate Silver site is had her like ninety something percent to win. It was like locked up, and then wake up. Actually, when it woke up, it wasn't already Trump was president, but it was like we woke up and Trump was like seventy percent to win, and it just kept going up. And it's like, what is how is this going to keep going on? It is. It did. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember a friend of mine uh, who was actually in New York on September eleventh, but he was working a, a night shift. Yeah, and so he got off work at like eight in the morning, and then. Uh, like he he went to bed and um, he woke up around like four o'clock in the afternoon and then uh, just like walked right outside and then uh, and like everyone's just like oh my god I can't believe what's and then my friend actually was like oh why what, what, what did something happened today and it was like and like but and so like the the planes hit the towers at like nine in the morning yeah and so like everyone's been dealing with this like for like the last eight hours yeah and then my friend who like lived in Brooklyn was just like. Something, something, something happened today. Oh, yeah, and then everyone's just staring at him like, "Oh, you didn't hear?" Yeah. It's like, "No, why? What, what's what's going on?" It's like, "Oh, well, you might want to sit down for this." Yeah, so. like that was that was the biggest thing. Like, certainly, certainly at that time, bigger than anything, and still, I would say, holds up as the biggest thing in my life. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, any other sort of ridiculous moments that that uh, don't because yeah. I got to get out of here. Yeah, all <laughs> that's right. right. We all do. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's start with uh, with Monty. What would you uh, any company any a spokesperson for one company? Okay, um, so in a continuing campaign, I'm going to be the face of this company, more or less. Or yeah, sure. Or uh, uh, or, or, or or just like yeah, I not necessarily that you work for these people. Well, no, you do work for these people, but you're you're the you're the you're the face of the company. Face of the company. That's uh, uh, interesting question. I've never, I've never considered being the face of a company before. Um, what? Well, okay. Well, one guy's answer on a uh, on a previous episode was uh, the flashlight, because you sort of think, well, has anyone died using this product? And <laughs> is it, is it a, like a horror? It's a, a you know. I, I mean, love how much that narrowed it down to how many comedians I think answered that question. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, the flashlight's an interesting one. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go with uh, the cigarettes. Because nobody's doing that. Nobody wants to do that. I'll just be like, you know, I'm going to be like the new Marlboro guy. I'm like, seriously? And I'm like, yeah, I'm telling you, smoke cigarettes. They're fucking fantastic. You wouldn't believe it. They're not addictive at all. And, uh, I could quit anytime I want. I just I, haven't done that. But I don't want to. The I, thing is, I don't want to quit. Yeah. That's how not good these Marlboros are. Do you like Lucky Strikes? Because they're freaking amazing. <laughs> just the Lucky Strike guy. I love that. I've never had a cigarette in my entire life. But if you were oh, the spokesperson, Lonnie, I'd be at a pack oh. a day, man. <laughs> That's what I'd hope. I'd like, I'd like to believe that I could get you smoking right. I love the warning labels. You smiling with a cigarette. Go, hey, uh, don't. <laughs> don't even <laughs> do that's, yourself a favor. That's so funny. <laughs> Lucky strike. <laughs> do yourself a favor. <laughs> do yourself a favor. I love it. I fuck. That's so funny. I would love that. That's so funny. Yeah, you know, you know not enough cigarette spokesmen anymore. Yeah. Uh, what uh, and Joel? Where would you? Uh, where who? What what uh, company would you want to? Uh... This is probably going to match up a little bit with my ghost answer, but uh, probably NASA. Like, okay, I think I'd, I'd be like the guy going, 
Y'all ever heard of space? <laughs> like, 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 give us some more money. We're going to get there. Like, <laughs> like I got big ass rocket behind me. Want to hear about it? You know, be nice. That'd be a good one too. I guess. I mean, I've never even thought, I didn't, I never even thought of a NASA that you could be the face of NASA. Yeah. Like, like, like I would see it as my job to get the public hyped enough that they're okay <laughs> with the government spending this much money on it. Yeah. So I, just like, yeah, me going to like, climate change affected areas and be like sucks here huh let's go <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that i i, I could definitely see you like being behind the room of monitors but like in the back of one of the, you know, they have all the guys like the computers and they have one guy walking around you yeah. could always be coming out of that narrative yeah <laughs> like directly at people like you like space <laughs> yeah or i'm like kneeling next to a rocket and, like turning a wrench and then like oh hello <laughs> didn't see you there <laughs> you know all those <laughs> working on a rocket <laughs> You know all those bolts on the rockets that need to be yeah. tightened up? Yeah. Tight, tighten the last whoa, whoa. bolt of the rocket. Yeah. Sorry, I just got to make sure none of these are loose or else, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, want to go to space? Yeah. I picture like Mean Girls, you showing up in a rocket and be like, get in, losers, we're going to space. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Just me it. in a cockpit of like the Challenger shuttle being like, yeah. room for one more. <laughs> uh, That's so funny. What uh, and and, uh, and Ryan uh, any uh, any company any product what would you uh, I swear would you to God I want to be the, I swear to God I want to be the next Travago guy oh my God <laughs> I want to be the next Travago oh. guy so much because I go to so many commercial auditions and it's just like it's such a hilarious like I feel like if you were to do like a Netflix ten episode show of just commercial actors going for it it's just the golden goose right like I'm oh, gonna Travago? be the next Travago guy because that guy makes mint. Yeah, that guy makes yeah. him the Dosecki guy. Like all those people who do these huge campaigns, where it's just insane. Like they're just the one guy for ten years or something like that. Do you remember PlayStation Three? The guy Mike, what was it? He had blonde hair. He was like always in a white, like a, like a tie. He was very deadpan, and he always would look just straight at the camera. And like oh. it was like a very funny campaign. Yeah, and it was for the PlayStation Three. And he had a crazy contract where he couldn't be in a, a commercial for any other product ever for like 10 years mm -hmm. and then after that came that 10 years was up he was just in a bunch of commercials for a bunch of other things oh. that was guy the second guy clears like a million dollars a year i could see that yeah. and those are kind of interesting commercials like they probably yeah. take you cool places yeah that's like, a cool the the most interesting man in the world yeah 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 the second guy would be cool too that's number two but chivago is just so cheesy because it's just just a just normal looking guy with a white green screen the cheesiest dumbest commercials yeah. but he's been the same guy yeah. for 10 years and it's just him Drug has it really been 10 again. years for now i don't know if it's a 10 that's a hyperbole but like it might be like four or five but he's just been and it's there's no they don't change the structure or anything it's yeah. just literally like hey you guys need a hotel i'm like yeah, yeah <laughs> like exactly. and that's it y'all heard of the internet he is yeah. a he's a great guy to unseat too because he's so somehow perfect for that campaign like to unseat him you're, you're really doing something oh he's, the next he's, he's, the, he's that middle age he's attractive he has the salt and pepper like everyone kind of relates to him everyone he's just he just is that and just there's a joke amongst like people who do commercials like i'm gonna be the next travographer <laughs> like, like and I, yeah. I don't think i've ever actually met anyone that hates the tr the uh, no why would you guy. he's just a guy telling you about hotels and it's like yeah, yeah he's like oh, the yeah, least he's... offensive thing in the world you, yeah. you know what I always think about him? Um, what he screams to me is uh, like a white drifter. Yeah, truly. Yeah, There's something he about looks him a where little like sketchy. Oh, definitely yeah. sketchy. Where he like he could be okay, or like he's wearing a suit a little bit better than he like he's stolen a suit off a man he's just yeah. killed. Yeah, and he's like, well, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just you'd be hitchhiking. <laughs> you'd be hitchhiking <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. for hours, and then a car pulls up, and it's a nice car, not too expensive, but it's nice, and you just the Travago guys, hey. 
Where are you going? <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. And I just bolt. Like, I'd be like, yeah, oh, I don't know God. if I get into a car with them. <laughs> oh, God, no. He is a very, he's oh. kind of like, hey, uh, you know that I'm the kind of guy who uh, gets into weird lodging situations. You know, I've been yeah, wandering yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. for a while. There's a new yeah. commercial that he's in where he has to play like a bunch of different characters. Oh, Have you seen it? that one? Well, there's the, uh, you know, uh, there's lots of people that you travel with. There's the uh, the sleep-in guy. There's the this guy. And he's actually putting on different outfits, and he's, like, wearing different, like, uh, like costumes to play this. Guy. And probably once they, when they pitched that commercial to him, he was like, oh, thank God I get to be something in a commercial other than just myself. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> so that must have been a pretty uh, nice yeah. choice for him. Um, I'm trying to think. You know what would be a good one, too? I've never heard anyone complain necessarily about it but if you could be the spokesperson for netflix really? that'd be dope oh yeah because i mean how many how many have you i mean people might have a little issue because I, I know there was like people that had an issue with um like f- when you would uh sort of rate something like didn't mm. they change the rating system from like a star system it, now it's to just now it's just down. thumbs up to thumbs down yeah because you used to oh. be able to give stars and then now it's a simpler kind of like you know, YouTube and Google and stuff. Stars was too sophisticated. For it was apparently. Apparently, it was was <laughs> just too much. But now it's like a more like a Rotten Tomatoes kind of vibe of like eighty two percent, ninety two percent, and stuff oh, like okay. that. Yeah. I, I like I like the idea that you're still looking out. I, maybe it's uh, being the former usher. You're still looking out for people yelling at the usher, <laughs> like the spokesman for Netflix. Yeah. Get him on the line, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still worried about. I'm, well, and that's the that's basically. But I still worry about that every day in life that I just don't want to be yelled at. <laughs> I mean, rarely. Do. And also, yeah. And then of course I choose to be a comedian on stage, where <laughs> yelling is uh, fucking part of the territory. Yeah. So, Can um, easily happen. Yeah, easily. <laughs> Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, final question is, uh, where were you on September the 11th, 2001? Mm. Let's start with you, Rebecca. Where were you on September the 11th? I was 10 years old, and uh, my dad had taken me to my soccer game. Oh, so you didn't have any... They didn't They didn't call off the soccer game for the... No. Apparently what happened is all of the, uh, all of the adults um, kind of found a television set and just kind of, like... Kong, like just stood around the television set like just like holy shit right and so, then but did you know what was going on at 10? no 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 I, I didn't know what was going on until like september 12th when i came into school and uh we were all just like talking about it, like the uh, the teacher showed the clips to us and that's when it like that's that's when i found out oh shit yeah and then, but I mean, I'm just trying to wrap my head around like what how a, a ten year old would even uh, take in that information or that catastrophic. Well, event. they knew right away it was Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Kids News Network. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, but like, how did you? How did you even? Did it t- I mean, how did you even take that in as a as a I, kid? Well, I I mean I. If... I, it was like people, my teachers, you know, and adults would tell me, this is terrible. So I'd be like, okay, this is terrible. You know, that's, that's <laughs> kind of how I, yeah. And Alan, where, uh, do you remember where you were? Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I was, um, I was at home. It was a day that I wasn't working, but I had, uh, I had left to go to the store to get a few things. And, and my wife at the time phoned me and I was just on my way to the store. And she said, are you listening to the radio right now? Which I wasn't. In, in the vehicle and uh, and I started to turn it on and then went to the store and rushed back home and just in time to see the second one. Okay. Yeah. Mm. 
and uh, yeah, I basically, I basically collapsed. And this is true, but it's weird, and and it's only it's taken me a long time to figure it out. But um, I collapsed into. <laughs> I was just seeing this happen. I had a little baby at the time, two two year old, and uh, and I just collapsed into a chair, and I was saying over and over again, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Like I was not that fast, but I was saying, of course, of course. But I, I I almost kind of blacked out. I had this telescopic, not not like seeing into the future, like we were talking about before. In, in a way where it's, I was really seeing into the future. But I could tell that, I knew that because it had happened, it was just going to be a bad run. Like that okay. we were going to go, it was going to go to war and it's yeah. going to heat up a lot of shit. And it, I, I just, there's nothing clairvoyant about it, right? It's just like sort of being aware of what's going on geopolitically here and there. And I thought, this is terrible. And I said that about bin Laden because it made me laugh on the day... Um, uh, that that they didn't know anything about it whatsoever, and then all of a sudden they knew exactly who it was and who was involved, and and, and it just seemed, you know, I just didn't I just didn't buy the official narrative from the get go, and then by the time they got to the the speech where George Bush said you're either with us or against us, and that was just clear divisionism, and I thought, well, that's nuts. Yeah, and, I remember uh, uh, I was doing a day of. Uh, uh, I was a cop on a on the TV show Blue Murder, and I was just doing oh, yeah. a background work. And we we're set up at. Uh, I've I've answered this. I've, I've, I've obviously I've answered with the same answer every time that I've asked this question on this show. <laughs> well, yeah, because you were in that I same should, place. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, it doesn't change. But I thought it would be kind of funny that if every time I asked everyone you in the room, that I have a different answer. <laughs> um, and uh, but uh, yeah, what was weird was that uh, as soon as I saw um, the. the we were shooting at someone's house in Scarborough and, and in their living room, they had it on, they had it on CNN. And the first thing I thought was like, okay, well now like I was like, well, how's America going to react to this? Yeah. And, uh, what, where is this going to go from here? And, uh, what, uh, yeah. We knew it was going to be war. Just didn't know with, you know, how and when. Yeah. And also I was just sort of like, there was also that moment of like, why did this happen? I, I was just like, what information did I not know? That built up towards this. Yeah, that's what I was also thinking too. Pat, do you remember where you were? I totally remember where I was. It was my first trip to New York. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, uh, I'd never been to New York before. I was in New York with a um, uh, for a film festival on a really weird movie that I did punch up for, and I was there with sort of a weird group of people like that, some close friends, but not really. Um, and uh, September tenth. 2011 was one of the best days of my life. Yeah, because I was doing all this touristy stuff in New York. Went to the did the NBC tour. Met Conan O'Brien on the street, and uh, we asked. He was with like an assistant, and when a friend of mine asked him if he uh, would take our picture, <laughs> and he was like, "Sure." And then he like took camera and was like going to take a picture. We're like, "Well, we're just kidding. You be in it." <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, um, we went to Yankee Stadium and uh, it got rained out, but it was the it was the craziest thing. It was like a real like spiritual experience to see like like just this like crazy rain come down in front of all the baseball lights and like old Yankee Stadium. It was really nice. Went to Empire State Building, all this stuff. And then uh, the next day, I I had to leave. I got up in the morning and I was sitting in the um, in the lobby of the hotel waiting for a cab. When, uh, back to the airport. Back to the airport. Wow. When the when the concierge at the in the little lobby um, said, uh, "I don't think you're flying anywhere today." 
Oh. And uh, I was like, what? And then and that was when the first plane hit, which we didn't hear. I was about 40 blocks away in a um, hotel. And... Uh, and and but but we could very clearly hear the second plane hit. Really? Okay. We wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it's I don't know why you could hear one and not the other. Um, well, they're coming in totally two different sides, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So, so the wind or the you know, but it's gonna yeah. change. Um. So yeah, man, that was nuts. And then uh, we and we were like staying, like I said, about forty blocks away. We were right behind the Empire State Building and. There was so much panic for the first couple hours because uh, because everyone was trying to figure out where the next spots were, and everybody thought that the Empire State Building was going to be a target. But for what? Um, but anyways, uh, and we were like right behind it. We're like we're fucked because you can't, you couldn't, nobody could leave Manhattan. Right. Nobody could leave the island right away. Um, you couldn't leave the island, and uh, and then we thought, well, we can't just stay in this hotel. What if the Empire State Building crumbles on it? And we didn't know what to do, and we were all panicked like crazy. And we ran out, and we bought a bunch of bagels and water and put them in the hotel room, and then we're like, so, uh, is this what we're doing now? We're just going <laughs> to live in this hotel room and eat bagels and water for the next few days? And then uh, we'd calm down after a couple hours and, and went for a walk and had lunch somewhere, and then uh, um, walked down towards... Uh, towards ground zero and uh i didn't go that far down um for a couple reasons i didn't really want to but i also um also wasn't feeling very good and i went back to the hotel and uh and stuff and uh and then it took a couple days to but we couldn't fly out Uh, but one of the people that was with us had a rental car and he was leaving like three days after me and it didn't matter because we couldn't leave so we were we were just stuck there for three days and then we oh wow and then we drove home uh so it was a wild time. And then the next time I went to New York, there was the blackout. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, and everyone wow. was like, this is a terrorist attack again. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. um, I don't know. There, there's always, sort of the, the, I mean, there's always certain moments where you're just, um, uh, when everyone sort of collectively remembers where they are uh, for certain things. So whether it was like, you know, well, where were you when like Trump was elected or where were you when Princess Diana was killed? Um uh, to me, one of the most ones that I and I don't know why I remember this uh, moment, but uh, uh, I've said it before on the show. Of just uh, I remember where I was uh, when the when the winner of the first Survivor TV show was announced. Really? Yeah, it was so weird. It's like I remember because I used to do shows at Clinton's. Yeah, and was I was at Richard Hatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. like, why do I, why do I remember that? Yeah. Why is that a significant moment? Because I just remember walking through, uh, and it was uh, it was pretty full. And it was just at the end of, they were just about to announce who the, who the winner of the Survivor was. Were you invested was. in Survivor at the time? Not at all. Oh. I mean, I, I knew it was a show, right. and I knew it was kind of popular, but no one knew how mm. popular it was going to eventually become. And I just remember all these people were glued to the TV as I just walked past because I was going to the comedy show in the back room. And, mm. uh, and so that was this, that, that's this one clear moment I remember walking through Clinton's uh, when they uh, announced it. Clinton's, yeah. Yeah. But I was trying to think. Oh, wow. Does anyone have any other memories of like weirder occasions where they were, of like things? Where they know exactly where they were yeah. when they happened. I wonder. All the big things that actually have, I can remember. I can remember where I was when Lennon was killed, and I heard about that, and and you know various different things. But that, that, that's because you know it makes sense. I mean, you're you know you obviously you know yeah. you're in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New York, but that but that's um you, you know it just 
everything in the moment. I mean, I could just remember as banal as it is, just driving down my road. I remember exactly my phone ringing. I picked it up in the car and answered it because we didn't have laws then. And I think I only had the phone for a couple of years. So get off my case. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, you know, and I remember everything about it and just wanting to hurry home as fast as I could and sit down and watch TV. And there's no way I could go, oh, no, wait a minute. I think it was in England. You know, that's not the case, right? That's the funny thing about George Bush Sr., too, because when he was asked where he was when Kennedy was killed, he says he doesn't remember because he was a government guy and they got stationed all over the place and you can't remember all that kind of stuff from a long time ago. Meanwhile, Ooh. he's in Dallas on the day, so it's kind of like if Pat didn't remember. Where was it in uh, 9-11? Anyway? Oh, God, I was in New York. That's right. Yeah. Like, it's just That's bizarre weird. to not realize that, that you were in that city on that day. Yeah, that would sort of stick with you. Yeah. <laughs> He was just like, I don't know. I didn't really follow what was going on with the Democrats. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I had a lot of my own stuff going on. <laughs> I was kind of doing my own thing back then. I was going yeah. through a tough time. Yeah. <laughs> I had a gig that night, so you know, it wasn't a big deal. All right, well, there. That, that's the end. That's it. I think that'll be our uh, that'll be our out point. So. Uh, uh, Did you ever try to think of just nothing? Yeah. Pretty hard, isn't it? Yeah, something always keeps sneaking in there. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, great, great. There we go. That was fun. Uh, episode nineteen, lost questions episode. And uh, do I need to tell you again who was on this episode? Uh, well, there was Dan Loransky, Kevin McDonald, George Westerholm, Monty Scott, Joel Buxton. Uh, Ryan Dillon, Fraser Young, Deanne Smith, Ryan McGlenna, uh, Rebecca McDonald, Alan Park, and Pat Thornton. That's who was on episode 19. Uh, so uh, uh, remember, please subscribe, follow us on Facebook. Um, and uh, No, not on Facebook. Uh, anyways, just follow me and I, I'll fucking put off all the bullshit that goes with the show. Uh, the promotional shit. Um, I think there is a, uh, a No Wrong Answers uh, Twitter handle. Um, I should know that, but I don't right now. So, uh, Anyways, um, thank you for uh, listening. Uh, please uh, go to iTunes, rate, subscribe. You can listen through the podcast. Rate, subscribe, uh, and uh, leave a comment. Tell us how much you enjoy the show. Or if there's any other questions that you would like me to answer, uh, the next collection of three comics that I get together. So uh, thank you for listening. And uh, episode 20 is coming up um, right now. I mean, it's not right now, now, but you know, it's 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 coming up at the same time that this is. All right, anyways, hey, see you later. Bye.